to my Christmas castle. Well, no, please come in, come in out of the cold and come through this door here. Take your coat off and uh, follow me uh, over to the sofa by this crackling wood fire here that I've made by, by myself. Um, what a nice Christmas surprise it is to see you and welcome to my special Christmas podcast. I am David Babcock. And you're joining me on a very special day, festive period, actually. So, I'm going to take you through some of the highlights from my um, Ghost and Me podcast series one that I've been doing for too long. Um, So, without further ado, let's go back all the way to episode one with my um, co-conspirator and the former TV buddy, Clint Frostwell. Looking back on memory lane. Clint, I've, I've been wondering whether the people at home might not have seen our videos. So should we just give them a brief, uh, like a demonstration of our uh, co-presenting technique? We cer- well, we certainly can do that. Should we pretend we're on a ghost watch? Where are we heading? Where well, are we going to? You're the presenter, Clint. All right, OK. Let's, uh, well... Let's begin. Right, ready? Good evening and welcome to Ghostwatch. Oh, you give me chills. Sorry, <laughs> Anna, I wouldn't use, I wouldn't do that. Just, just reminiscing. That's all right, David. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Good evening and welcome to Ghostwatch. Tonight, we're in Newcastle, in the New Castle, where it's uh, legend has it, Arthur Blair wanders the corridors and the halls. Tonight, David Babcock is with me once again to uh, show off his knowledge and talk about the paranormal and, and all the things going on in this, this very haunted place. David. Yes, uh, thanks, Clint. Um, Albert Blair. Albert Blair. It's a name that is... Arthur Blair. Arthur Blair. It's Arthur. Shall, shall I come in and start again? Go on then, go on then, start right. again. Yes, thanks, Clint. Um, Arthur Blair. Arthur Blair. It's the name that's on a lot of people's lips uh, in the Newcastle uh, area. Um, he's a little ghosty, but he is uh, actually quite a fat man, actually. And he once was the stable maid, uh, stable master for uh, the stables at um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Is are there any are there any stables there, uh, Clint? You know, David, there are there are uh, stables. Yeah, you know, correct. I felt that you're showing off your um, you know your skills right there. I think. Anyway, uh, as David says, we're we're at the Newcastle. He's talking about Arthur Blair. Um, so we'll 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 go on the hunt. Here we go. Right, and then uh, so there'll be a shot of us um, walking through the various corridors of Newcastle, Newcastle, um, and then then go on, do your bit, do your bit. It's quite hard without any actual any anything. Oh my! Did you feel that, Dave? Uh, well, uh, hang on, about me. Right. Okay. Okay. Just calm yourself down there, please, Levy. Yeah, for the watchers at home who, who may have not heard or seen, whew, what yeah. just happened there, but um, something something was there was something definitely a feeling something behind me felt something behind me was 
You weren't behind me, were you, David? No, I was not not behind you. And let me tell you, uh, Clint, I felt it too. It was uh, kind of a whoosh. Was it a bit of a whoosh behind you? Yeah, I think I think you're right there. I think yeah. it was, you know, there was definitely nothing there, but it was like a gust, like a big, strong gust of wind. More than a more than a wind gush. Oh, just always oh, getting very tense here, isn't it? Getting very tense. Oh, it is. It always does. Can you can you feel that, Clint? Yeah. Yes, I can feel that. Right. And now, can can you feel that? <laughs> mm, yes. Yes, I can feel that. They're two different things. And I let me say this uh, to you. Uh, I I um I am sensing a succubus. Can you tell us more about succubus, David? A succubus is an evil spirit. And they uh, they prey on the um, gullible, no, vulnerable. They prey on the vulnerable uh, right, people. So I think we're in very dangerous territory here, uh, Clint. And uh, oh, what's this? <sighs> oh, hang, hang on, no, 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 no. Hello. No. Was that you, David? Uh, no, I played the wrong bloody wrong. Um. Right. Here, here, ready? Oh, hey! Ah, uh, no! Ah! What was that? What was that? Oh dear! Right. Um. And then we'd be running down the corridor. <laughs> oh dear! Eh. Uh, eh. Uh, uh, I think I don't know if the, uh, the 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 listeners or the watchers at home heard that. There is a very. Uh, it was. It sounded a little bit like this. Ah! Sounded exactly like that. So, uh, I think we're safe where we are, Clint. And do you feel safe? I feel m- much more safe than I was a minute ago, but it's still very tense out here. What's that? What's that? Who's that? What the dickens with that? David. Sounded like someone putting out giving a poo, Clint. It did. Hang on, let's tune our ears. Ah! Oh, oh. Ah! Oh. Oh, I think this place is way on to Clint. I think we should be. David, go, David, get out go. of here. Let's run, let's run, let's run, let's run. Oh, it's electrocutes going. There, ah, no. Eh, you have got to cut to commercial break. Well, the magic is still there, Clint. It really is. Oh. It really is, David. It's been a it's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Absolute what what a great clip that was. I do miss uh, Clint and he is very good at his job. Um so um, you're nice and warm, yeah, now Christmas and festive stuff, Santa's coming in Well he's already been whenever you listen to this. Um on to the episode two, which was with, in my opinion, King at Jungle, um Ian Lee. And uh, we spoke to him uh, I spoke to him before we went in the fire jungle. Somebody get me out here and uh this is me and him. I'm a little bit of sparring, and uh, I think he beat me. Enjoy. This is my, my podcast, you know. Yes, I know. I'm waiting for right. you to start it. Well, I, feel, I feel like I'm being interviewed. Yeah, because you haven't done anything. I'm going to be quiet. Right. David, away you go. So, um, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Right. Yes, I do, David. Um, 
Do you like him? <laughs> um, yeah, well, here's the thing. I didn't believe in ghosts for a long, long time. I believed in them when I was a child, and then I became a man, and I was done with childish things. Um, uh, but then, as I've got older, I've got back into childish things. Right. And um, I, um, I'm a firm believer in UFOs. I've seen a UFO, so I know they exist. Uh, no, they don't. Um, Sorry? They uh, don't believe in UFOs. Get, get me on the... No, but I've, I have actually, I've genuinely, hand on heart, seen a UFO. Um, didn't you take a, a little picture? No, I didn't take a, um, a picture of it. I, um, I think it was in the days before we all had um, camera phones. But I was stood on the balcony of my flat in North London, and it was a very clear sky, and I was with my wife, and I remember it very well. I, I said out loud to her, wouldn't it be funny if we both saw a UFO now? And then, literally 20 seconds later, this bright white light shot across the sky in a straight line. And um, we went, bloody hell, there's a UFO, just like we said. And it was the weirdest thing. Shooting star. No, 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 it was, well, it was, it was kind of um, about, it was daylight. So, uh, meteor, right? It was daylight, and it was going. It was going across the sky in a straight line, and it didn't waver. And um, its speed. Sorry, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit busy. I'm I'm um, in court today. Um, it, I didn't. Uh, uh, it didn't waver, and its direction did not change, and its speed did not increase or decrease. Uh, probably uh, a meteor, right? Uh, but this is not called. This is not the UFO uh, podcast. This is the Ghost no. and Me. You, eh? Yes. I think it's Ghost and yes. Me. You, okay. ghost and me. Yes. So, ghost and you. Well, or me. Ghost and you. Yes, I think there has to be something more out there. I do believe that ghosts are a reality, but if um, you're looking for me to tell you a story about when I saw a ghost, yeah. I'm afraid, David, um, uh, that will not happen, as I haven't actually seen one. Uh, have you felt one? But then I've never, I've never seen a snake in real life, uh, but I believe they exist. Uh, uh, yeah, camels. I've ridden a camel. Uh, I've never ridden a ghost. Uh, you don't want to, uh, especially um, Incubi and Succubi. Um, I've been yes. hearing uh, tales about them recently. They, you would, they would make your eyes water. Right, on to the quest- uh, questions. Um, oh, dear. oh, have we not started the questions yet? No, well, I'm, I'm, well, new, I'm, I'm very new to this. and uh, it's okay. falling around my. You're doing very well. Arse. You're doing very, very well. Um, what's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you, uh, ghost-wise? Oh, ghost, well, okay. Um, the scariest thing, well, when I was younger, yeah. um, I was uh, convinced that I had a recording, a cassette recording of a ghost. I had yeah. some other children playing this cassette recording of a ghost. Because that's a phenomenon, isn't it? VPN or something they call it. Electronic voice. EV. Uh, and um, right. so we were convinced it was a ghost, uh, recording of a ghost. And then was it? No, it was a tape of my granddad Bill snoring. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's be- a true story yeah. as well. That thing is the thing is, David. That's actually a true story. Brill, absolutely brill. I love it. Love, love talking to my best mate Ian Lee all the time. Yeah. Um, now episode three was a fun one. One tip with comedian Trevor Locke. Uh, he was very good on my podcast, and I really liked it. Up my ear, my ears. So, what we're gonna listen to from the Trevor Luck episode? Yeah, yeah, I ask. Well, <clears throat> Merry Christmas. He had a seance, and we him with a spooky tale told by his very voice.
don't know if I've ever done a seance. I can't remember if I've done a seance or not. Oh, yeah, I did. I did a seance. I did a seance when I was a kid with Marcus Turland and Paul Baroni. And um, Marcus Turland's dad worked nights and he fell out of bed. We did it at lunchtime. Uh. And um, we were doing it with Marcus, who'd, who'd learned it from his auntie, sort of family tradition. And uh, didn't really think anything was going to happen. But, you know, it was lunchtime and we were excited about it. We'd never done it before. Uh. And uh, just at a crucial moment, his dad fell out of bed in the room upstairs above our room where we were and uh, terrified the light of, life out of us. We were, we were absolutely, we ran out. We actually ran out of the house. Uh, was it confirmed to be uh, Marcus's dad? It was. The next day, Marcus ah, said, yeah. my, old man, my old man fell out of bed. Uh, but I mean, that, that, very, that, that could well have been the spirit. Well, we thought it was. Uh. Um, but it wasn't. It was, uh, well, it was a spirit, but the spirit was carnate uh. and therefore not interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, the more I think about it, and I haven't thought about it very much. Um, I think it's a load of nonsense. Well, but um, well, you know. Now, um, now you say you say like, right, right, yeah, you're a guest on my podcast. So I'll be very nice with you, but, uh, but you're saying nonsense. Well, I don't understand. Um, so there's interesting. Well, there's an, an interesting woman called Susan Blackmore that I've um, been watching on on YouTube. Yeah, never heard of her. Was well, she? Um, spent years investigating um, out-of-body experiences. Ghosts? Well, you know, it's not a million miles away, is it? Yeah. Um, the idea that basically something, some, some, some kind of consciousness can leave the body. Mm. So, that, so, you know, the premise is the consciousness is inside the body, inside yeah. the brain probably, yeah. and um, in certain circumstances it can leave yeah the brain and leave the body Ghosts. and then you're looking down yeah. at your body or, or you can see things from a different vantage point yeah. that isn't the same as where your physical body is Ghosts. and um, she's researched that for years and one of the things she Ghosts. eventually thought of is um, where is the uh, spirit yeah Ghosts? no when you see something yeah right. We're talking about out-of-body experiences now. We're not talking about ghosts. We're talking about an out-of-body experience yeah. where you see your body. Ah, right. In order to see something, um, where does the light and what's 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 seeing it? You know, because you're not imagining it, are you? Yeah. You're seeing it. You're not. You're not having a. The, the crucial thing here is you're not imagining looking at your body from the ceiling. The, you're supposed to be looking at your body from the ceiling, which. Yeah. And looking involves light Eyes. hitting light. A, a retina and then being converted. You know, yeah. it, 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 something has to trap the light. There has to be something there for the light to hit. Yeah. What is the light hitting? Huh? You're what about right. that? You're Pretty right. Good you're, your spirit, ghost, eh? Huh? Ghost? Yes. That, there. That's yeah, the... yeah, I suppose you're right. You could just say that. What a clip. What an absolute clip. I've loved it. Trevor Lockdale on episode 3 of my Ghosts and Me podcast. Well, we're about halfway through this podcast now, so I think I'm going to tell you a reader's story. A ghost story. But this has a special Christmas twist. It was Christmas 1968. I was five years old and it was Christmas Eve. 
I was expected, excited to see Santa, so I stayed up late to catch a glimpse of his sleigh and his big beard. At about 3.47am, I heard a thump on the roof like a big bang. Santa? I was so excited that I pissed myself. I slowly walked down the stairs at great pace because I was excited. I opened the living room door and saw a man. Santa? I was even more excited and I shot myself. The man turned. I say he turned, but it was his head that what turned. His body stayed facing away from me. I then realised it wasn't Santa, but was probably a, like a really scary ghosty. I pissed and shot myself. Merry Christmas, Mark Finchley from Maltby. Ooh, what a spooky Christmas and it yet Christmas spooky festive tale that was. So episode four of my Ghosts and Me podcast was a good it won by the way by the fire was tossed into it. It's um uh, it was Matt Morgan. Yes he be presents the show with uh, Russell Brand on radio and he's a TV writer, done all sorts on telly and uh, we he told me a disgusting tale but a lot of you have requested it for this special. So here is the Matt Morgan Pooh Horse Story Have you ever uh, abused the horse? Not abused. Um, have you ever punched a horse? You know what? I did abuse a horse once. Right, it yeah, again. terrible. Just not sexually. Right. There was no sexual element. I was around the front of it. Wow, well. Not the back. But yeah. um, I suppose you could abuse it sexually from the front, couldn't you? Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You'd need a little step ladder or something. Mind you, you'd need that around the back. Anyway, I'm getting bogged down in that. You would what be, wouldn't was, you? I was... Uh, <laughs> you, I... Um, why was I sleeping outside? I was with some friends about the age of 15. I was 15 as well. That sounds bad. I wasn't with some friends who were 15. The local scout troop, is it? Yes. Well, it, there was nothing like that not, right. in my life. Not, I mean, there was when I was 15. There was all sorts of weird men hanging around the scouts. But yeah, keep it clean. I'm trying. Um, well, this is disgusting, actually, where this is going. You might want to edit this yeah. out. But what happened was I slept out overnight with my friends by lying to each parent that we were at a different kid's house. There was about four of us. Classic stuff, you know. Middle of summer, so it was warm. We had sleeping bags. We had some food. We were all right. We were sleeping in a place called Ainsford near Farningham in Kent. And um, this isn't a ghost story. This is just how I'd abused a horse, by the way. And um, I needed to go to the toilet without being too graphic, number two. You pulled on a horse? No, worse than that. I pooed on some on the ground, and then I picked it up in bread that we had with us, and squashed it between two pieces of bread, and was saying to my friends, you know, like as you do, hijinks, sort of like, oh, look at this, and then um, everyone was going, oh, get away from me, get away from me, and then I just sort of threw it over the fence, and then we realised a horse had come over and started to eat that sandwich with poo in it, and. We tried to shoo it away from it because we, you know, we sort of thought, oh, no, don't eat that. We were being nice. He he wouldn't be shooed away from it. He ate the whole thing. I don't think I've ever shared that with anyone else. You you fed a horse a, a pool sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you say it like that in a sentence, yeah. it really does sound bad. But when you 
I brought it to life in a sort of story. It was a bit more. But you're right, that is what it is. I mean, in, if it was a court case, that's what the charge would be. Why did you put it uh, between uh, the slices of bread? Well, I suppose that does look a bit eccentric, you know, in retrospect. But because we had bread, I was wiping my bum with bread. That's all we had. Now, I actually have done that more than once in my life. I did it as a student once, remembering the horse thing. When there's no toilet paper, I'm thinking it's soft, it's disposable, and it will flush bread, right? So that's why I had the bread out. So I'd cleaned my undercarriage and then got two more bits of bread, or maybe the bit of bread. I think the bread falls apart when you use it in that way. And then I scooped. Look, this does sound bad. It's, it sounds very much like the, the late night confessions of a, a lunatic. It does, doesn't it? Maybe I shouldn't talk to people this late at night and high on chicken nuggets. I, I don't think um, the, 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 quite, the phone line is helping the, the quality. It does sound very strange. Does it? Yeah. Is it echoey? It's, it doesn't. It just sounds like something from the 70s that's uh, resurfaced. I don't condemn uh, them that kind of behaviour, uh, quite frankly. Um, and that, that, like, the pooing, uh, making a, a horse eat poo uh, is uh, quite unacceptable. So, you know, but, you, know, you wanted it, so there you have it. Next up, I spoke to what used to be one of my friends, uh, the American news reporter Chuck Winkle. Uh, we're now no longer friends after uh, this little uh, clip you were about to hear. Enjoy it. Chuck, Chuck, I want you to give me some uh, presenting style and elan, because uh, I, I do this podcast and uh, I don't think people take me very seriously. Um, so if could you give me some uh, pronunciation tips, because I know that you're very successful over there in America, doing your, uh, your, 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 your news. So give me, could you give me like five, five tips for uh, a better pronunciation and all that kind of thing? Well, yeah, I can do that for you, Cal, but don't worry about it too much. Um, first of all, I'd say you've got to get your enunciation right. So I do a few my vocal warm-ups before I go on there to the across the States, America. And um, if you want to uh, come along with me and I'll show you a few tricks and tips. No, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, lovely. So, uh, yeah, yeah, after you. Well, first of all, I got tip of the tongue and the tongue and the thief, and I'll revolve my penis part around the pay, you say. Let's give it a try. So sorry, but what was that? Tipping the tongue and the tongue Tipping and the te- tongue, tongue, tongue and the te- teeth. Yeah, right. So try it. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. No, tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. You're tipping the tongue and the tongue and the teeth and the lips and the... I didn't say anything about lips and gums, you know. I didn't say, why are you trying to do a little fast one on me? I'm the teacher, you, I'm the Yoda, you like Skywalker before he even got his lightsaber. So, you repeat after me, please. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. No, tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue and the teeth. Tip of the tongue and the tongue Stop it, right, you bloody jabroni. You come in there with your American ways, you think you can own the bloody shop. Well, listen, we buy you, we fought you in World War One and Two, and we beat you. So don't, don't come in here with your American ways, thinking you can bloody tell me what to do, because you can, quite frankly, shove one up your bloody uh, your hose pipe right back in your bloody bum hole, quite frankly. And if you come in here telling me how to put on my own podcast with another time, I'm going to give you a bloody punch in the face. Yeah, calm down there, 
calm down there with John Wayne. I, I'm not going to come in here doing a lot of violence and stuff. I need to fight. I'm trying to give you another little tippy. That was Chuck Winkle. What a knob. It won't be speaking to him ever anymore. And now, quite frankly, we come on to our last clip of our series finale of the Ghost in Me podcast. It was with Angelo Sapina and Barry from Watford. They were... Are you warm, by the way? Toasty! Toasty by the fire! They were on my podcast, and it was a lovely, lovely night. Even podcast. Um. Let's listen to the bit about when he, Angelos, uh, spoke about his charity work. Listening, listening, please. Yeah, well, I've done an awful lot of charity. Of course he has. What kind of charities? All the charities. Could you name any? The dogs. For the dogs? Dogs. Do the dogs, do not You done testicles? Done the testicles, I've done the dogs. Um, These aren't specific charities, are they, though? Dogs and balls, it's called. Yeah, it's specifically for anyone who's got a dog and problem with their nuts. I can't imagine there's, there's much of a catch material for that. It's huge, there's loads of people with them. There's, there's a lot of people that have got problems with their balls and they've got dogs. And their dogs, yes. Yeah. How many people have you helped this year? I don't know, it's like the numbers are unseen, but I continue to do my work. So you, you, you've not done anyone then? So yes. Eh? Right, well, you, you're failing to specify how many people with uh, testicle problems and pet dogs that you've helped no, this year. His work with yeah, bulls it's and impossible, dogs. Impossible to know, isn't it? Impossible to know. They don't like write to me, all of them write to me and say, um, you've, like, you've helped my uh, balls get better and also you've done good stuff for my dog. Those people just don't write them letters. So how do no. you get in touch so with I them? I have to just assume that the work I'm doing is having some impact around the country. So you're carrying out work on people's balls and dogs without them even knowing or asking for it? No, I'm, I'm raising money for these problems. By doing what? Like walking and stuff, going to the bars, eating stuff. Can I just say, if you haven't actually raised any money, it's more awareness. Of the problem. It's awareness. I raised awareness of this problem, and like I'm doing it now. So thank you for the platform. So yeah. you, you've been you're raising awareness by going to the bog. How 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 does that help? All right, well I shit on the bog. I think oh I must get on with that dogs and bulls thing I'm doing. Right. Well that's that's bit that's a bit weird. Well that's up to you, isn't it? There, what a couple of absolute weirdos. Um, right, um, I, I'm all done now. I'm all clipped out. So, um, j- thanks very much for listening to my Christmas special podcast and visiting me in my Christmas cottage. I hope you've had nice mint pies and cherries, have you? Um, right, so, um, get out then. Out, out you go and enjoy your Christmas in the snow and it's not snowy but you can just enjoy it and the Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you now get out then see you later and join me for series 2 of Ghost and Me coming in the new year Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from David Babcock your friend <laughs>